the judo way. So when I train myself over the years, or when I teach other people in martial arts, mostly friends and family, sometimes folks at the church, but small classes or so forth and so on, I employ what I call the judo way. And why do I call it the judo way? So when I was a young guy, I was in judo for a number of years, and uh, I loved it. I loved being in judo practice. And it taught me or gave me a, a strong foundational root system or just a plain old foundation to to live by or to adhere to, which I didn't really realize until, you know, moving on through life and going on through life that that was this quote unquote way that I had learned at an early age in the martial arts. So this, I call it a judo program. And when I say judo program, again, it's what I use in life and it's what I teach behind. So this judo program I developed is much different than most traditional judo practice. Um, having trained in, competed in, championed and practiced judo for many years at a young age, I was always intrigued by the far deeper aspects of this beautiful art form. Originally developed by Kano Jigoro Shihan in 1882, based on the ancient art of jujitsu. There's always a much deeper underlying psychological and spiritual center to this and many other martial arts. In fact, judo more or less translates to the gentle way. One might wonder where that gentleness is, quote unquote, with all the very physically demanding movements, throws, chokes, arm and leg bars and holds, that type of stuff. These movements were no doubt useful at a time when locals and warriors needed to protect themselves. But the judo practice was much deeper. The philosophical and psychological trainings happen often at home or in the dojo in private. The master teachers would teach it regularly and in fact demanded a very sincere and obligated mindset before, during, and after training. A lifelong commitment to the gentle way, quote unquote, this is the training I would like to share because this is what I practice. I believe that all the martial arts have a similar, if not identical, belief system and that of honor, respect, dignity, character, wisdom, kindness, love, understanding, and empathy, all that stuff play a part of God's or creator or whatever you believe in, meaning in all of our lives. This is the best of us. This is what I call the best self. And that is what I, what I am committed to a lifetime of striving for and helping others attain. Developing a beautiful body, mind, and spirit through the deeper foundational and fundamental aspects of judo training. This will include gentle physical exercises for all ages <clears throat> based on the way of judo that will help build appropriate and durable strength, flexibility, and balanced energy. Special breathing techniques and movements to develop concentration, focus, and proper movement energy. Philosophical, spiritual, and mental training of the ancient arts of Judo to help develop a strong spirit, mind, soul, and achieving beautiful well-being. All of this is designed and developed to help attain the best self, how we were created, and how we were all, we were all pretty much meant to live. This program that I employ is also designed for all ages with the idea that whether you are a young child, <clears throat> excuse me, mid-aged or in the elder of years, we can all develop all of the same 
balanced body, mind, and spirit. Flexibility and what I call appropriate strength, and I quote that, appropriate strength, are meant to live a practical life, one filled with joy, adventure, and very simple ways to use the physical body we were given, like lifting boxes, throwing occasional balls, doing housework, playing, hiking. All these things are balanced examples of how to use the body. So what I'm trying to do is employing the judo way, the deeper methods underneath the art, into practical everyday living. You know, in addition to the self-defense, which is important, you know, if somebody is attacking you, you know, you want to be able to um, protect yourself. The chances of that happening are very slim. Um, so it's good to know the, the basics behind judo training and protecting yourself. And it's good to know judo if you're younger and you're, uh, you know, if you're practicing the art itself. It's, it's a beautiful art. There's no doubt. But if you're in a safe, uh, qualified environment with the proper mats, proper stretching, proper training, proper guidance, um, you can practice this stuff very safely, but that's seldom possible in your own home or out in the yard or something. You know, you could really hurt yourself, so you have to be careful with that. So what I'm trying to do is extract some of this and employ some of this in everyday life. So very, very light self-defense techniques, no doubt, that's important. You know, like I teach my kids or friends, you know, how to use basic judo techniques on the streets, but very, very delicately. I don't, I don't like to overuse it because I don't want people to hurt other people. Just the basics, to know what to do if, that kind of thing. So what's most, most important, though, are the exercises, again, and the flexibility and the mental development and the physical development that's practical for, for all of us. So overtraining, building massive muscles and developing egotistical false selves to please and impress others is not on this path nor part of what I'm teaching. If, you sink, if, you, if you're seeking violent katas and physical impressive judo in hopes to compete or maybe use to hurt others, which I hope you don't, um, well, you should, probably, you should probably seek elsewhere because that's not what it is that I'm about, not, not what I like to teach. There's plenty out there. Um, I do, however, base many of the training exercises programs around all the essential judo movements and forms, but in a much slower, revised, and gentle way to help develop a whole other aspect of this beautiful art. My teachers, Mr. Mackey, Mr. McGloin, Mr. Kish, and Mr. Youngclaws, were inspirational and foundational in my younger training, which led me to my championship in Connecticut, not only of matches and of state, again, but also of training of the mind, uh, the foundational stuff of judo that we're also trained, which again, I didn't realize until now how important that was. And it was a very young, impressionable age. And that is a, a foundation I'm really proud of, and I want to help instill that in others. Many, many talks and teachings when I was younger, and I'm eternally grateful for them, as well as to my dad, my dad, Chris, Chris Mitchell, and my mom, Gladys Mitchell. But, you know, my dad was there every step of the way. My mother supporting it. She didn't like to be there for judo practice or meets. It was always my dad who drove me there to and from. But they supported that every spiritual aspect of my life. They're very supportive. And it continues long after and to this day. Uh, martial arts training has always been something I've been drawn to and simply passionate about. Millions of others like me. That's what compels me to help others as well. So I hope you can join me and allow me to help guide you to your best self. And that's what a lot of these videos and this podcast and, um, you know, other things and other trainings that I do are based on. 
Uh, some of the, the three primary aspects from my mindset are judo body and judo spirit. Um, basically those two, <laughs> I should say two, not three. The third one is diet because uh, I don't want to call it a judo diet because it's sort of a, uh, an overall broad aspect. Okay, so you have diet of the body, diet of the mind, and diet of the spirit. I'll start with that one, the third, the third rung here, because the, the diet of the body is obvious. You know, you're eating good, wholesome, pure foods because you are what you eat, and your body extracts everything out of what you eat and what you drink. So that's, that's important. So a lot of my talks, podcasts, teachings, and videos are about that, about the diet. Um, diet of the mind is what you put inside your mind. You know, are you putting in depressive, horrible, angry, violent thoughts of your mind? Or are you feeding it um, more spiritually aligned, beautiful things in your mind? That's important. There's actually a diet you can fill your mind with. And then diet of the spirit. Are you practicing some type of spirituality? Are you embracing something deeper than your egotistical self, knowing that there's more out there? Are you, for example, connecting to nature? Are you connecting with everything that's out there? Are you connecting to God? Are you connecting to you know something else out there? That's the diet of the spirit. The first stuff <clears throat> I like to talk about are what I call judo body, and that includes bowing. You know, in judo practice, we do a lot of bowing. So why do we do the bowing? What are the types of bows we do? Stances, the types of different stances in judo. Um, that helps with balance. That helps with preparation for a lot of the forms. Warm-ups, I do a lot of band work using light rubber bands to build up flexibility and power and technique and balance. I talk about energy and power because there's a, a real safe and practical way to use energy and power. Uh, judo fit. So sometimes I'll practice these techniques, these exercises that have to do with um, uh, uh, judo fitness. You could also call that judo fitness. Um, and also street techniques. You know, I believe in street techniques. So if somebody grabs you, you know, what do you do? Which way do you push them? Which way do you gently guide them across your legs so they're down and you can get out of there? You know, there are a lot of practical street techniques that I think can be employed um, to help protect yourself or others. The judo spirit, I teach a lot about the judo philosophy um, that I was taught and I continue to learn and grow with. So judo philosophy, meditation, I teach meditation, living the judo way, okay, that's the judo spirit. And again, judo is the gentle way and there's a way that these martial artists live. Um, gentleness toward the self, being gentle with yourself, that's very important. Um, addressing challenges, how to address challenges in life. There's a judo way to do this. And then there's finally the attitude. And again, the last thing I put on the list of judo spirit is quote unquote, the way, capital T, capital W, the way. Because if what happens in judo is if somebody's coming at you, you bow to your partner out of respect, and then you, you grab each other, you grapple, and you're basically feeling the movements of your opponent and you're using their motion and their movement and their momentum to use various techniques to get them on the ground where you have further grappling and then you can employ the arm bars, the leg bars, the choke holds or the, just the pins, the holds. Um, and into submission, they submit, they tap and then you win the point. That's the sport of judo. But then there's the... the, uh, the uh, the self-defense aspect of that as well, right? But what I treat, try to teach, what I've employed in my own head over the years, is the same mentality inside of our mind to do the judo of the mind. There's a way to do that. 
um, so that you can gently um, handle the things in life the same exact way you would physically with judo. So that's pretty much what I consider um, the judo way. So I thank you for listening to this and um, I hope you keep listening in because I have, uh, you know, you can check out my website, toddzen.com, where I have blogs and videos and other things, um, a lot of things to do with judo there and other martial arts and other practices. My name is Todd, Zen and spiritual practitioner for well over 40 years. My goal is to share this journey with others and help others find the best version of themselves and live an extraordinary life. Please visit toddszen.com for more. Thank you.